It's Monday, August 29th, and we have Ellen Hopper of Fat Rabbits. Finally, welcome to Eat It, Virginia. Welcome to Eat It Virginia, your number one podcast source for food news and interviews with the people who make Richmond restaurants great. Follow us on social media at Eat It Virginia and be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app and leave us a review while you're there. I saw some of you did that last time. We appreciate it. My name is Scott Wise and I'm joined as always by my friend, my friend Roby Martin. Roby, you willed it into existence, you manifested it and it happened today. Fat rabbit is here <laughs> she is she was here yes now she's gone well i mean they but haven't her, listened to it yet so she's here she's here she's here with us right now <laughs> ellen hopper how are you doing ellen <laughs> she's, she's here on the podcast and i'm pretty dang stand. you know roby obviously you are friends with a lot of people in the richmond restaurant world or you know them personally how about friends, i just know friendly, them yeah you know, however <laughs> however however you want to say it when ellen showed up today for the interview i just assumed you guys were, were fast friends because you talk about her all the freaking time because i love everything about what she does so of course i talk about it because when i love things i talk about them <laughs> so ellen's going to talk to us about her cakes her business cake porn all these things so much cake porn i, I want to say something about last podcast we had okay you hinted around a richmond restaurant opening mm-hmm. and then like four days later we see the headlines. Yeah. Why don't you tell the folks all about that? So are you not stoked about it? Bo's a buddy of yours. I'm super stoked. So Bo and Lee, they're currently of Alewife and Odyssey Fish. And then Lee, obviously, is southbound. They are opening a restaurant. And they were trying to keep it quiet, which is what Lee told me when I texted him, because I knew a little while ago. He was like, hush up, Dang, Lee. Okay, that was very nice of him. He could have said much meaner things, okay. but he's not mean. He <laughs> said, hush, mean. hush, hush, hush. And he said, don't tell anyone because we don't know what we're really going to do. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, you know, the businesses, they like scour. Yes, they do. They're good people over at Richmond Business. There are no secrets with nope. the Richmond Business folks. And that's like, the best thing about that um, entire article is they said what exactly what they said to me. We don't really know <laughs> what we're going to do, but we're doing it. And I'm stoked. Those guys have a pretty big batting average. Like when they set their sights on something and they want to do something, it's it's pretty much going to be a double or a triple or a home run. I can't Not wait. Not a lot of singles of that group. Nope. I cannot wait. I think that that's going to be such a, it's just a good, it's a good get for that area of Richmond because it, Frankly, I don't feel like we have a lot of great restaurants on that side. It's kind of close to your home. (laughs) Yes, it's close to my home over there. And I think that we're, there's a, a, could use another delicious restaurant. How about that? Could not we all? Couldn't we all? Other restaurants opening you want to talk about? So, well, I mean, we have Kismet that is taking over the old perch. Have you heard about the new Indian restaurant? I have not. I love Indian food. It's coming from Alexandria. They own one other restaurant. Um, yeah, taking over the perch with some delicious Indian food, award winning Indian food. They're probably first, not second, when they win awards there. <laughs> Lady New Orleans is closing. I spoke to Jake Crocker the other day on Friday when he posted it on his Facebook page that he was closing his his second restaurant there on the corner on Main Street. He was he was he said he met his wife there. Was he verklempt? He was a little verklempt. He was he, he was he was excited. I think he's excited for the next chapter. He seemed like I mean these last two years have been 
difficult on a lot of people for a lot of reasons. Um, restaurateurs, I would say, are probably sure. You know, they, say all retail operations, including restaurants, I think, have been really, really affected. So it's not like he's been through a lot, and um, he was ready to move on. So, yeah, I mean, I think he was sad, but I think he was proud of the work that he did over there. Both of his little restaurants, not little, both of his restaurants. Both restaurants, and you know what? Lots of people met lots of people at both of those restaurants. I think he should be proud of his little corner. I think that it had a long run. Um, speaking of having a long run and maybe turning it into something, Emmy Squared. Emmy Squared. E-M-M-Y Squared is a Detroit pizza award-winning, like really, really great stuff. Looking for a spot with a hood. So Jake Crocker, if you're thinking you might want to have somebody be there, I don't know. Did I just help him meet someone else in that spot? I think you might get some free slices. I don't want any free slices, but I would like to make that happen. I think that's called Kismet, right? Did I wrap it all the way around? Look at you. <laughs> there it is. Oof. I think now's the time for Ellen. <laughs> You're on fire. Let's hop on over to Ellen. Oh, God. So big buildup for you, Scott. How many... How many months have I said that we are going to have this human on? Well, the podcast has been around since February of 2019, and I'm pretty sure that 95% of these podcasts, you've said this particular guest is going to be a guest. <laughs> and every time I come into the studio, it's, it's not her. her. Well, she's a little elusive. <laughs> We've had some conversations. I've never actually met her face to face. I have, however, had mm, yeah, a good portion of things that she bakes more than once more than twice more than no, a lot a lot so we have ellen hopper here from <laughs> fat rabbit it's happening y'all finally did it it's happening what took you so I'm long i'm so proud of us are you scared of roby is that what happened <laughs> i really am i yeah, just that's what it is. Yeah. I, I had too, to like so work like myself up you and this, i are so. in the same boat <laughs> That's what it is. I scared away the fat rabbit case. Oh, I've, been, I've been hammering her hard, but you know, she's been kind of busy. It's been a little busy. You know, just haven't had as much free time as I might have expected in the past, but that's all or right. zero. Yeah, or none. <laughs> so like, how much sometimes. of your time are you baking? Oh, uh, right now, probably a solid two thirds of the day. Like good 15, 16 hours a day. And then... I'll sleep some other times and then <laughs> and anything else I'll probably just be drinking wine at anywhere <laughs> like eating the baked goods are you or do you eat your own stuff um only if I'm really starving I will but otherwise no I I'm like I I know what it tastes like now and I don't really it doesn't make <laughs> this is so bad I'm like oh I don't feel very good afterwards so I don't <laughs> So I don't want I to try to like steer sugar. clear. Quality control. <laughs> yeah. to make sure I do. Good. I do. Yeah. I check on new things all the time, but otherwise I'm like, I'm hounding protein bars, just trying to stay <laughs> trying, standing. <laughs> trying not to fall asleep yeah. in your cake batter. Yep. Yeah. Which, some, yeah. Sometimes it happens. Not quite, but almost. Oh yeah. gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you yeah. an early riser? I am. I am. I, I do enjoy to be up before the world is up. It feels this like solitude, like, I don't know, these quiet hours of like, I get this all to myself before everybody starts like waking up and talking and like, you know, the world starts moving. It feels really nice. I love it. Isn't that a, a must for a baker it is. though? It like is it a must. It has to be up early, Yeah, right? you do. Um, I have kind of always been this way, but I've gone through phases where I, I really haven't been an early riser. So it takes a little bit to get back into it, but 
I, I like it when I get there. Just have to get out of bed, you know? So where did you come from? Because I feel like, <laughs> I'm really not, like, this is a, like, I, I don't, I've, I mean, and I know some of the Richmond restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put quotes around that. Yeah. Food scene. And I swear one day you were just here and <laughs> everything was delicious. <laughs> well, thanks. Um, it was an immaculate conception. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's I really just appeared out of nowhere and <laughs> just thought I'd go for it. So, um, yeah, I mean, so I, uh, how much history you want? I mean, as you much want, as you, you want a story? Okay, me. all right. Um, or us. Yeah, <laughs> both of you. So I'm, I'm not from uh, Richmond originally. I grew up in Annapolis, Maryland. And... Um, and, I, and then I went to college at USC in South Carolina, and I, um, during my free time in college where I was studying art history, which was so great and so fun, and um, was getting a minor in restaurant management, which, you know, should have been flipped, but um, in all of my free time, I was baking like crazy, just like could not stop doing it. So, um, so I moved back to Richmond after I graduated, and then I just started like working in different places, um, just trying to get some footing here and see if this was something I wanted to do long term and and whatnot. So um, I do, you know, some of those initial places were Stir Crazy Cafe in Northside. I worked with them for about a year, and then um, went up to WPA for a couple of years and ended up managing that, the one in Churchill. And then um, I think really probably the good foundation was set with Stella's. I started working with them when there was only one grocery um and then was with them for a couple of years and helped them expand and they just were like not only within that job but they were also at the time i was doing wedding cakes for people on the side and they were like super supportive and and really generous with letting me use space sometimes and all that kind of stuff so i feel like in answer to your question i feel like some a lot of that foundation was laid with them because i was able to like use my own recipes at the groceries and most of those cakes were my recipes and some other stuff. So, um, so maybe some traction started to happen there, but, and of course they're like the best people. So, um, you work with them in one setting and you end up working with them in several others as well. So, um, yeah, but, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe no, that answers great. your question. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's great. I knew you were at Sellers for a little while. Yeah. And they are the best family. They're the best. I mean, yeah. truly. And I'm often surprised at what they're behind. Yeah. They don't ever talk about Yep. It, you wouldn't know. Yeah. Super, super cool. Mm-hmm. And did that, so that's when you first, and I don't know if it's, I just didn't go to WPA or I'm not really sure. Yeah. Why. I mean, it was kind of a secluded place up there in Churchill. It's definitely very neighborhood oriented. So um, that could have been part of it. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, like I managed it for a little bit. Of course it was a small team. So it kind of gave that like small bakery feel that I really enjoy. But with Stella's, of course it's a huge operation. So I really got more experience of like, what does it look like to scale big and to continue to expand and also be creative and that kind of thing. But yeah. So from Stella's you go to Hatch? From Stella's I go to Hatch. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, when everything hit that spring in 2020, it's like, what are we doing? Everybody thought it'd be two weeks. And uh, I have pretty bad asthma and a long history. And so I was like, you know, I don't feel comfortable continuing to come in. So I'm going to pull back for a couple of weeks. And um, and during that time, I just had started to gather more clientele for Fat Rabbit and like some stuff outside of weddings. I had some wholesale accounts going and... um yeah, I just was like, you know what? I need to keep working. First of all, I like have no, I don't know how to sit still. I like, <laughs> I can't stop. I can't relax. I feel you. You know? So, 
um, after about five days of kind of like recouping, I was like, I got to keep going. I got to keep working. And so I started, I guess this was in April or May or whenever it was, but I just started baking out of my apartment in the van and um, they have really big kitchens in this. Really big, here. really nice too. Super mm-hmm. updated. Yeah. yeah, yeah. State of the art. Yeah, absolutely. It's not like I didn't have a dishwasher or anything. It's fine. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I just throw the dishes out the window. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, we just buy new ones new all the time. Ones. Yeah, you're in the van. <laughs> yeah, it's nobody cares. Um, so yeah, so I started this like delivery service where um, I had a very limited menu of like some cakes and some cookies and like treat boxes, and people could order two days before and have it delivered to their house within the city limits, I guess two days after. Um, and it ended up to be like ridiculous. And I, I think, you know, the time was right. People were home. They wanted comfort food and like things that were going to make them feel happy. So <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, when you say ridiculous in terms of the number of orders, can you give us like a ballpark oh, number gosh. on like your busy day, busier days? I mean, I think there were some days where I was making, um, 10 to 15 deliveries daily um, of different orders. That's one person. Yeah. Um, And then there were some days that were fewer, but it would be like, I just got into this weird little at home rhythm where I'd wake up really early, bake like crazy. And then around four o'clock, just head out and drive to people's houses and drop off. And were you able to kind of zone out with what was happening in the world? Like, or were you still in touch with the pandemic and all this stuff or? Yeah, I think it kind of did help me. Like it helped me have something to focus on besides worry. Um, Because, you know, I mean, in some ways it was just like traumatizing for everybody to be like, wow, when am I going to see my family? Or like, am I going to have a job again or or something like that? So it did help to like focus that sort of like anxiety into something that was productive um, and delicious (laughs) and like good for people, you know, like good for everybody. So um, yeah, I would say that. Yeah, it did. Um, So it did that for a couple of months and, and it became clear pretty quickly that it was working. (laughs) So it wasn't like before the pandemic you were saying, I'm going to open up my own bakery. Um, it had always been the goal, but I didn't anticipate that it would be anytime soon. Um, yeah, I couldn't have imagined that people would even like come or, you know, like how I would even get to that point. So, um, yeah, so so pretty soon I was like, oh, I, I guess I could do this. Like, this might work, you know? I, I don't want to put you on the spot, Ruby, but uh, when Ellen first came in, you mentioned that you were one of these folks who got her baked goods delivered to your home. Do you recall oh, yes. what you ordered? Well, I I got a little box of stuff mm-hmm. the first time, so there was a hop tart in there, and then the new little, I mean, I, they're called Lyle. Lyle's named after my rabbit. After, that's why. Uh, yeah, which we'll get into the rabbit yeah. here in a second. That's a big thing. <laughs> so I think I got that first, and then, so I've met my other half, Ryan. He's very much a sweet whore, similar to you, Scott. Um, and you attract these men into your life. Apparently. <laughs> they love a cake, man. Everybody loves a cake, and she has cake porn um <laughs> ellen does sugar whore and cake porn <laughs> gotta put a, yeah. an a, r rating on this a, podcast a, that's her nighttime bakery yeah that's it exactly. <laughs> I don't know if you know that but that's what happens after no, dark. i do um and it was work research work research absolutely exactly. and so we ended up with a one of her salted caramel chocolate cakes which you ended up with one of them. It was an accident. <laughs> and it was just me and Ryan, and we had a whole one, and it's fine. 
<laughs> and it was a pandemic, and I would we'd ate it. <laughs> and it's, and it's How did that make you feel, Ruby? <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's, it's very good. But Ryan and I ate the whole thing, just the two of us. We probably should have gotten a smaller one, but that was just not, live and learn. What are you gonna do? Not yeah. on the on the cards <laughs> yeah. at the time, especially if you had Ryan. So we had that, and then I think I was gonna say that's all. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Well, then Ina, of course, orders a bunch out in the lakeside area. So, but my Did you have repeat customers during this process? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. regulars every Loads week? Loads of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Loads. I think there were quite a few people who we like... see the receipts yeah, from, yeah, yeah. From, the, from the Martin <laughs> household? Yeah. I was picking up things from Hatch. I mean, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. After that, makes too. Little like a ones. junkie. <laughs> Are you kidding? I, I am, though. But now you can't even get a cake from her because she's so busy. Go, whatever. I don't even... Come on. I, uh-uh. I want her to be this busy. I really... Like, I love it so much. I love it when she like posts to have this cake and then five seconds later sold. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that's what I want to see. It's a little crazy. And it's a so little we're, we're walking through so. the timeline here. Yeah. Uh, we're in mid 2020, summer yeah. 2020. Yeah. And uh, you're pumping out. Around June. Yeah. Okay. You're pumping out cakes and other. Strictly. Another thing. <laughs> cake porn. Yeah. It's in. I, I have no other way to describe the cake that she makes. It is like an, the epitome of cake porn in a, in a solid form. Don't even, it's not even a photo. It's like as if the cake was a, all right. <laughs> it's like, it's a cake worker. Yes. That's so the best description point, I've ever heard. At what point during the pandemic did it flip in your mind? Like I'm, I'm, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, I I think probably like May or June of 2020 when oh, I so pretty soon. So pretty soon, yeah, probably probably a solid month of however long I was doing that. But um, yeah, it just was like okay, this is continuing to take up my time and it's working and this is what I've always wanted. So it would seem that X, Y, and Z is set up to like continue moving in this direction. You know, um, so I had heard of Hatch. I think Austin at the time had reached out to me f- a few times just to show me a tour and stuff. And so I got in touch with them and, and moved in there um, in August of 2020 and just kind of like shifted models, of course, um, trying to get some footing in there and figure out like what business it's going to look like. But, um, but that was, it was sort of, uh, I just usually describe it as like a um, push or get, get it pushed off the ledge moment, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like, this is happening. And like the snowball is already rolling down the hill. So like, just get in there and just go for it. So, and is it just you at this time, or you have coworkers? No, it's just me. You are the fat rabbit. I, I was the fat rabbit. I yeah. Um, I mean, I'm the fat rabbit. <laughs> she, she just happens to own fat rabbit. <laughs> like, I don't think we can, there's no question there. <laughs> so, hatch you start, and people are like, now we can have all the cakes, yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. And so, I really just set it up as a pre-order pickup model. Um, I think. Yeah, because I had previously been supplying um, sweet and savory hop tarts to Hotel Green for some of their stuff. And so some of that all kind of shifted um, as people were closing and figuring out what their businesses looked like during that time. But that was that was pretty much it. It was like, OK, you can place an order. And three days later, you can get your cake and um, had at the time, I think I had a wide open menu. So you could do like create your own cakes and. Um, and then of course some other things like cookies or the Lilo's or hop tarts or things like that. But that was all it was. It was like, it was all just direct customer. And I really had no idea like if it was going to work or how it was going to go. So you're go. just sitting there but, in, in the hatch in your laboratory. Yeah. And like you're sitting by the, by your laptop and waiting for the orders to come in. Like what's the process? Yeah. Like? Um, it was a little bit more, uh, I think I had had at that point like a three day lead time on. So, um, I would, 
and I think my pickup days were like Thursday through Saturday or something, but, um, you know, over the weekend or on my days off from baking, I would go ahead and get my order set up for the week and then just go in and know what I needed to make to have ready for that day or the next day or things like that. So it was a little, I had like probably a few days of organization before my weeks really got rolling. And then, um, but it also like pretty quickly allowed for opportunities to work with other folks in Hatch. So that became something that was pretty regular as well. But, um, but yeah, really it was like, I mean, going into Hatch is a huge, uh, warehouse kitchen and you know, you have all your stuff in storage. So first probably month I was in there, I was like, what am I doing? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't like, how does this work? And like, how do I work? Like what, what is this going to even be? So, you know, every morning I'd like get in there and, and roll my stuff out from storage and, uh, think about, look at my prep list and what I needed to do for the day. And then, you know, just work with everybody else in the kitchen to be like, okay, who's using this oven? Like I need this and, and, you know, all the pieces of equipment and stuff. So it took a, it definitely took a while to figure out some sort of rhythm of like how it was all going to work effectively. But, um, thankfully everybody in there was amazing and easy to work with and also like supportive and encouraging. So it created this really cool environment, but there are um, some cool people in there. They're still, yeah. I know you're not, but there's still, there's still some great, some, eggs. yeah, really awesome people. Yeah. Some um, cool people making some cool things mm-hmm. at the hatch. Yeah. Very cool stuff. Busting it out over there. It's oh, a lot they of really work. really are. Yeah. It's insane. Um, a lot of times you look at it and you're like, how is it that human food is putting out all the food know. all the time? All the time. And then yeah. donating it to a place. I mean, he's, he is a cool cat. Yeah. One yeah. day we'll have him on and he can tell you about his life, which is why you should. Yeah. He's, I saw him this week. He's a great guy. He's yeah, a good solid. dude. Yeah. So you move from, so I picked up, not only did I order, I also picked up cakes <laughs> from super fan. Well, and the cool thing is I learned stuff when picking cakes up from her that I didn't know because I don't read very well. <laughs> I learned that Ryan and I could have a much smaller cake. Good, but. We Should? didn't, but, Fun, um, but yeah. of course we did not. I mean, I just wanted to know that we could. I didn't say we did, <laughs> we could, which I find very neat about what you do because you have several sizes. So mm-hmm. if you are a smaller family, mm-hmm. I mean, right, it's just me and Ryan. <laughs> if, it was, if you're by yourself. Yeah. Or, or you're by yourself <laughs> like you, there's a, there's a cake that is perfect for that, which I love, which you don't. The sad and lovely cake. <laughs> are you kidding? There's nothing said, sad or lovely. Like that's like, that's like the happiest cake. Yeah, are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. No, I think that you would love this cake size. You can like pretty much just take a fork to it and yeah, then like walk away. Yeah. Take a fork to it. Yeah. I, I'm just saying like, if you'd like it to stay fresh for a longer <laughs> period of time, that is the one. But I love that. And I learned that when I was picking yeah, up yeah. cakes because everybody had different sizes. And I think you're going to, you're sticking with that. Yeah. At this new spot. Yep. I am. I've actually added one more size as well, just sort of in between. But yeah, I think it's like, I don't know. That to me is the mentality of like, why, if you want a cake, like why should you be restricted to getting one that serves 10 people? You know, yes. like, have the damn cake like get the cake for yourself you know and like it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to break the bank and it doesn't have to be like i I don't know like over the top like you deserve a cake just if you're you you know so and at that point that was the only way sister (laughs) yes you deserve a cake scott yes you do yeah (laughs) let's let's dig in yeah um at that point that was the only like way you could 
get because I wasn't like serving slices anywhere or something. So that was kind of the way to to serve smaller groups of people or like single people. So it was um, awesome. Yeah. Lots of fresh flowers being used, mm-hmm. all that cool stuff that you would put on cakes or like that you that are like gorgeous and less intrusive to mm-hmm. all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so we moved from Hatch, which is apparently a big thing being talked about here in this station is the soft opening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of where you are currently. So there's yeah. all this like Stella's Hatch, WPA mm-hmm. is a big build up to your new spot mm-hmm. and you're back in Churchill. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Um, that was a completely unexpected thing that happened. I mean, again, it has been the goal long term, um, but I, I think it was it was October of last year. So 2021. Um you know, I had, I had, at the time and had like a part-time employee and was starting to realize like I'm getting burnt out quick and this is not going to be sustainable <laughs> for, for many Good reasons. For that, <laughs> um, not that I did anything about it actively, but I at least knew it was happening. Exactly. So I could see it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that had been on my mind for a few months already and just was like starting to mull over what, was going to be the next thing and it just came sooner than I expected. So um, Pomona had been in this space previously owned by uh, Fraser and Melissa and I, they were acquaintances of mine from back in the WPA days because uh, Melissa owned Gather, which was a plant shop, and then Fraser worked for um, the Dutch and Company crew. So um, I just got used to you know, seeing them regularly on a day-to-day basis for coffee and all that stuff while I was working at WPA. And um, they reached out to me last fall and were like, hey, we think we need to move on. Um, and so, you know, we've got this lease. We're trying to make it easy for, you know, our landlords to, to bring somebody new in. And you came to mind. Um, and I remember that day. Uh, yeah, it was in the fall, which, of course, is just always busy. Um, and my family all lives in Maryland, but they make a regular trip down to Richmond to help with various things um <laughs> life life work all of it um and my mom was there with me that day i think actually both my parents were there that day working with me at hatch and uh, my sister helps out with a lot of my admin work so she was going through emails and she texted me and she was like hey did you see this email from freezer melissa and i was like what are you talking about like i no, i you know, I don't have time. Yeah, I don't have time to look at my phone. Nice <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like we're we're pumping stuff out here. So um, this is what's making the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't do that. Uh, so yeah, just like I remember pulling that email up and being like, "Oh my gosh, this might this that's a of all." Like I haven't seen them in three years. How did they even like think to reach out to me and be like that could happen and see like that's a really beautiful space. You know, just all these things of like whoa, this might actually be a thing. So, um, yeah, anyway, just spent a few weeks chatting with them, visiting the space, that kind of stuff, trying to figure out uh, logistics. And um, by November, December was, yeah, was not in the space yet, but, you know, on the lease. We're talking 2021. 2021, yeah. Eight months ago. Whatever it is, I know, yeah. Roby was talking about the the soft opening of the bakery and... We're joking because I mentioned that you were coming in today and people downstairs were all a flutter because, <laughs> because of the popularity and the, the success you had or yeah. you're having, but initially the, the soft opening. We all know how, how it works on Instagram where yeah. pictures take like for like three days, depending on your algorithm. I swear your soft opening was like 
six weeks long. <laughs> I, I think it, what, you're not wrong. Pictures. Yeah. I could, I could at least 15 weeks. Yeah. No, seriously. It, and that was, yeah, that is for sure. So, you know, you get into a space. We had to do a lot of renovations to make it what I wanted it to be. So, but you get into a space. You're so like, it really cool. was that long? Yeah. It wasn't just the algorithm messing with no, me? No, it actually <laughs> really was very long. Um, well, well, your soft opening wasn't that long. It was like a week and then I took a break and then we ended up having to do like two more weeks. So, I mean, yeah. It, it, was, it actually was a really cool way of doing it because you kept a good... Yeah. People it, were talking about it. Yeah, it, it helped. It wasn't meant to go that way, but um, yeah, we really... I wasn't able to actually get the place up to the point where we could open the doors till july and i had thought you know it would be april or something but as it always goes it takes three times longer than you wanted to so. what were some of the uh yeah some of the stuff hurdles that, yeah um certainly supply chain issues back in the spring were huge um getting like a triple sink in there took absurdly long and um you know we did to make it cost effective we kept most of it within people that we knew to help out so um that was cost effective and also took a long time sure <laughs> um but yeah, it was really just, and not only that, but I was also running the business at the time. So I was keeping a small amount of cake orders like up and moving and um, just to keep some income coming in. But so I was like doing that and then also past the, the really first pop of renovations, also doing the rest of that myself. So it just was like one woman show trying to do four jobs and um, yeah, just took way longer than I wanted it to. But so in, um, yeah, I guess mid-July is when it was, or early July. Finally, it was like, okay, I th- we need to get the doors open. Like, let's just do this, no matter how it goes. <laughs> let's let's get people in here. So um, for two weeks, it was myself, a friend who ran front of house, and then my family. And they came down whenever they could for those two weeks to help bake or, you know, be front of house support. And we just... I just put out as much as I could and we like had limited hours and very limited menu and um, it ended up to be nuts. So, <laughs> What was that first day like? Uh, it was unbelievable. Like I can't, I couldn't even. 22 minutes she was open. Yeah. It, it was like, <laughs> like. She opened up and then sold out. I, we really, it was <laughs> yeah. insane. Um, I opened the door and there was a line down the block, which like blew me away uh, honestly i was like you guys are here for this like come on y'all <laughs> what do we do <laughs> um, it, it's del- it's i totally get it <laughs> um so yeah. is, that, is that is that joy is that anxiety is it it's what, um, what's the feeling the overwhelming feeling i'm sure you experience a lot of yeah it's a lot of a lot of joy um a lot of shock and a lot of imposter syndrome <laughs> you know <laughs> like okay this is great this is what i love but i'm like you guys love it too? Like, that's so cool. That's amazing. Um, yeah, mostly joy and shock. Um, I just like actually couldn't wrap my head around it and I think I kind of can't still. But yeah, so we we opened up at eight that day and I think by 12, 11 or 12, we sold out and we're intended to be open the following day too and ended up having to close because I had to reprep everything for Friday and Saturday and then did the same thing the following week. So we had two weeks of like, I guess four days of, of short hours and it was like, okay, this is working. Again, I'm burnt out, but like this is working. <laughs> so it's been a month. Yeah. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good answer. How is business? Like, how are, is it yeah. still wild? Is it still? It's still wild, yeah. Um, so this past week was our first 
Uh, I guess when this comes out, it'll be two weeks from. Uh, I said, "How are you?" She just laughs maniacally. <laughs> 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 because I'm sure she's like, "Oh my gosh, is this sustainable?" Yeah, that's the that's best exactly. answer I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, 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 I mean, I, I now knowing what goes into like opening, I just, yeah, I try. I used to love a opening of a restaurant, mm-hmm. like, and I still love them. I don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, but I stay far, far away from mm-hmm. them, um, because you guys. I, the best way to put it is your heads are on fire. Oh my gosh, exactly. That's like, yeah, that's exactly it. And it has to be like, oh yeah. I, I mean, I love that you guys are opening. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, it, it's you insane. selling out every day is not going to be sustainable no. after a little while. Oh my gosh, no, not at all. Yeah. Um, which, which we want you to sell out, right? Yeah, we, we, right. We, like that's what we love. But after yeah. a while, you physically aren't going to be. Yeah, when you're like footing so much of the work yourself, mm-hmm. it, it's certainly not sustainable. Um, I have hired the first round of staff, and so already um, need to be hiring more people. So that will take some of the pressure off because it has. It's been. I mean, once again, like I keep saying this to people, but it's like, oh, this is working. That's literally what I keep coming back to. Like okay, we're selling out. That's amazing. Um, I'm, I'm able to like, you know, we're actually making enough money to keep the business up and running. Amazing. Like everything that I had hoped for is actually working now. And, um, yeah, so we've got, I've got some staff. I got one baker right now and a couple people for front of house who are all amazing. Um, but I, I'm, you know, I'm so tired. <laughs> like, sure. And sure. Also, you know, like, we're gonna let uh, Ellen sleep now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is actually the end of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen needs a nap. You guys hang out in silence <laughs> for the next she 25 minutes. She dropped hints, I guess. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> we're done. Actually, she's also closed the next week. I don't know if you guys know that. So there will be no cake. <laughs> we <laughs> need sleep. Um, oh. No, I mean, but it's worth it. You know, like when you when you're in like this past week and you're in the thick of it, you do what you gotta do. Like mm-hmm. I'll I'll be in the kitchen as long as I need to and. I'll sleep as much as I'm able and then going to get up and do it again. And, uh, you know, right now we're closed Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So I'm able to have a day to like recoup a little bit. Sure. Uh, Yeah. But also on those days, you know, I'm like, okay, need to do the behind the scenes work for the business, Mm -hmm. which is a quite honestly is a challenge for me. I'm very hands-on. I'm a creative person. So the actual kitchen work, the baking I love, even if it's exhausting. Um, The other stuff is really is really tricky to figure out for the first time. So, um, yeah, so I, I, I do, I feel like my head's on fire. That's a good accurate <laughs> way to put it. Yeah. I mean, to, to, which I think that everybody who's ever been in a restaurant probably would say that everything was on fire. Yeah. But like, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have some, I guess Richmond is good and bad for stuff like this, but like, do you have someone assisting you from a mentorship with respect to the back of the house? Yeah. That's a good question. Um, in indirectly, Yes, uh, she's a good friend, Loretta, who is the head chef over at Stella's Grocery. Right. So um, she's the bomb, and I think about her often with her managing, God, I don't even know how many people it is now, but when I was there, 30, 40, 50 people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, maintaining excellence in the kitchen and managing people and, like, making sure work was getting done and, you know, just all the things that a good um head chef and or manager will do so um yeah so we haven't been able to catch up as much as we we would have liked in the most recent months but um she regularly comes to mind for me of of people who who i look up to sure yeah because i think a lot of places like especially where you sit as a creative Mm -hmm. mind occasionally that 
business aspect of it mm-hmm. is it, you you know you could do it yeah but there's just so many new questions that's like, it right how yeah. do i do this or where does this go or am i supposed to file one of these or yeah. did i file it correctly right right totally yeah Which you probably did but like you leave but how would you know i know yeah like it's, you uh-huh. turned it in you're like oh crap i yeah. don't know if this is the right thing yeah was it even the right am form? i gonna get Why shut down so many a's <laughs> like i mean like you understand like, yes. all of that craziness so yep. it has to be rough yeah it is. And and so it, most of that has just come down to research and like shooting random questions at random people, especially people from Hatch. Like, somebody help me with this. So what is next after yeah. you, you put your head out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, next is just to make this actually functional as it's supposed to be. Sure. You know, hire enough people to uh, have enough product to last us all day and, and get everybody in a rhythm. And then, um, you know, once everybody's settled and we have sea legs under us, then we're going into wedding season. So that'll be a, a new challenge to bring on. And then after that, it's holidays. So the way that I see it, at least in short term is like, okay, let's just keep moving forward and doing what we do well and try to have enough people to make it all happen. Well, um, and then, yeah, beyond that, I just have some long-term goals for the bakery, you know, like getting espresso in there right now, we just have drip coffee and iced coffee. So that's something that we want to do pretty short term. Um, and then be able to have, uh, events at the space, whether it's indoor or outdoor. So get an ABC license and be able to like partner with some folks to, to host events. Um, but really I, you know, I've lived and worked in Churchill outside of Fat Rabbit for seven or eight years. And, um, I really just want to plant roots there and be a part of what's happening in Union Hill and be resources to people and have a presence that is, um, kind and generous and also successful so that we can continue to keep relationships going. Um, cause that's really important to me is to have like long-term, um, and just interactions with folks who are in the neighborhood and, and who also live and work there. So, and um, you do have some good relationships. Like mm-hmm. you do some of the stuff for Cobra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I haven't anymore. I had to put pause on that, but yeah. I bet you though, I, that those guys don't I'll seem like back. guys that won't let you come back. No, I mean, no. I, mean, I know they're the those, best. They're yeah. Like, <laughs> they probably let you in back in right now. <laughs> Straight in. Yeah. Use your cake as buns. <laughs> you know those guys. I mean, you, so you did a, did you do the vegan buns for them? What did you I do? I did English muffins for them, yeah. for their breakfast sandwiches. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, so that was fun. And then maybe for the mayor meets yep, too. Yeah, did okay. Mm-hmm. So work with him, um, probably up again in the fall, doing biscuits for him for breakfast sandwiches, and had done um, English muffins for him as well previously. So who are yeah. who are some of your other partners? Because you have quite a few, that, which was really kind of cool to see. Yeah, like your yeah. name would pop up in different spaces. Well, you know, while I'm having snacks all over <laughs> the city. Yeah, so regularly. Um, we work with Zorch, so do gobs for him, which are like this Western Pennsylvania specialty that's very similar to a whoopie pie, but also it is not. It is like a thing of its own. This is a gob. <laughs> um, gob. Yeah, yeah. Not a Rob and I pie. are very, pat- he's from Western PA and my, my family roots are from there too. So we're like, this is different. <laughs> um, it's way different. This is important. So yeah, we do gobs for them um, weekly for their dessert menu. And then just we'll kind of do random pop-ups with other folks, mostly from Hatch, just, you know, because those relationships have developed so well um, in kind of sharing that like raw entrepreneurship with them throughout the, you know, two years that I was there. Did I just see you do something apple pie-ish with Gigi's? I did. Yeah. Yeah. So we did (laughs) an apple pie thing with Gigi's. Um, coming up, we're doing a strawberry shortcake thing with smashed, um, 
beyond that, I would assume that Sukasa will do another round of biscuits and gravy with them real soon. <laughs> it's been a little while, Which so awesome. <laughs> yep. Um, so a lot of those like food trucks and, and stuff, when they do pop-ups, they'll reach out to us and, um, we'll try to incorporate working with them in some way. So, so assuming that one day I can get first in line at the bakery yeah. before you open up. So I'm, I'm customer one for yeah. the day. What are some of the menu items in your bakery that you would point me towards? Yeah. Most popular thing is hop tarts, hands down, um, which are our version of pop tarts. Um, but way better, but fun and yeah, flaky. Yes flaky and fresh fruit flavors most of the time so um that seems to be everybody's favorite thing followed pretty closely by our buttermilk biscuits or our cheddar biscuits or our cookies which are dark chocolate olive oil cookies it's like our take on a chocolate chip um but then again some people usually like we've seen in the past few weeks saturday mornings 7 a.m people are in there and they are getting cake nothing else just cake to go for the day which i love <laughs> yes <laughs> love it totally here for it um and is there something that you would call like your calling card like if, if i was to see or taste a a, a baked good well, mm-hmm. like, how would i know this is one of your creations it's it's the cakes for me that's what it always comes back to um and but what about the cakes yeah yells well, first habit. yeah you're gonna have to go carry one okay <laughs> i mean are they heavy Oh, holy moly. <laughs> and it's it's deceiving because the, you, you know. When holy you, what? Holy moly. Oh, holy Nobody moly. says that anymore? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> my, it's like a 50 sitcom all of a sudden. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, it's deceivingly heavy. Like, you'll look at it and it looks light and lovely mm. and then you'll try and pick up your cake <laughs> and you're like well this is a two-hander <laughs> maybe yeah. even three so what's up with that so the fun thing about that which i've heard from several clients is they expect it to be really like intense and rich and dense because they are usually really heavy but um, my cakes are very um they're very moist they're light though as well um and the buttercream i use strictly italian meringue buttercream so um, there's no powdered sugar involved in that. It's this like, you get this like silky, like not super sweet buttercream that actually dead. tastes like flavor, <laughs> not Ro- just like sugar. <laughs> I'm just yeah. plain old dead. It's a health code violation <laughs> that is happening here. Dead, you don't, it's, it's, they're so good. <laughs> it's really and truly, it, you you would be able to pick out, and we have lots of good, uh, yeah, the last yeah. thing I want to say is we don't have great cake in Richmond. We have lots mm-hmm. of good cake in Richmond. In Ryan's opinion, this is the best cake in Richmond. <laughs> it's, he can eat and has a whole cake. <laughs> good for him. I mean, well, it's I a, he, he loves it, and it is exactly One that. Small ones? From Absolutely not. <laughs> not mess with him. Oh, no. No, no, no. He would call that a starter pack. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, he does not do starter pack cakes. He does the full cake. <laughs> you mentioned that you grew up in Indianapolis, or you were born in Indianapolis? Um, Annapolis, sorry. Annapolis, oh, sorry. Maryland. Annapolis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Annapolis, You're good. Maryland. Uh, when did you move to Richmond? I moved here halfway through high school, so my family all picked up and moved, um, which was 2008. And which part of town? Here comes Scott. This is your seven degrees from Scott, so where'd you go to high school? I went to Freeman for two years. Freeman? Yeah. Okay. Um, the Rebels, or were they the Mavericks at the They're time? the Mavericks now. now they yeah, um, they were not. <laughs> you know, it's it was an interesting transition. Maryland is only one state away, but it feels really different. So I was like, oh, we're the Red Bull. Okay, quick, cool. cool, cool. Not um, anymore. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> Thank God. Um, so yeah, so lived uh, near West End, like over there in the, the Freeman District. Um, and then, 
yeah, all of my family ended up picking up and moving back to Maryland. So I'm the only one left, but you know. They just left you here. They left me. Moving in high school is tough. It was tough. Yeah, it was really tough. Um, Yeah, I had, not really for any reason in particular, but I had changed schools already three times just from like a private middle school to a public high school, like that sort of thing. And so starting over was not unfamiliar, but this was really tough. Um, And Richmond took quite frankly it took a while for me to love um especially in that age you know you're just like you're trying to stay afloat anyway Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then um add all that to the mix is a a whole different story but um were you studying art at freeman i that was part of what i was studying but in general it was just a pretty open like normal high school schedule yeah um i ran track and loved that so that was it was a good like immediate community for me um and I'm still really good friends with some of those people, which is cool. You're uh, you're still a runner, right? I like to run. Yeah, for I, some reason, yes. I feel like I see you occasionally doing the running thing. Yes, the running things. Yes, I used to be. I used to be a runner. The running things were great. <laughs> yeah. you fall down a, a flight oh, of no. stairs. <laughs> yeah, it's too much to drink and a hat on wedges. <laughs> it's fine. It's cool. But anyway, we're a lot about you on this podcast. Because <laughs> I'm no longer should, a runner, and I'm envious of people you. that run now. Yeah. We should interview Let's you on this podcast. Around. No, 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 we don't want to. Um, but I love, and you, do, you do like actual mar- like you're a runner. runner. I've done halves. I've, I'm not a full marathoner. I was a sprinter, and I love that like that burst of adrenaline. I crave that all the time. So I haven't been into it as much in the past several months, just with getting the bakery up and running. But um, it is like cathartic for me i don't know i love it i like need to sweat i need an outlet to not think about anything else and that's usually what it is for me if i have the energy so um we'll do a fat rabbit 5k at some point you you gotta do it and then there should be cake at the end yes exactly yeah gosh that Uh sounds i have one i will walk it specifically for the cake (laughs) only for the cake so where did the name fat rabbit come from yeah good question so um my last name's Hopper, so rabbits have been a theme in my family my whole life. Owls for me, wise. That, Owls, yes, yes, yep, okay. same thing. Yeah. yeah. How long have you been sitting on that one? <laughs> <laughs> um, so when I was in college and really loving baking was when blogs were like good and up and running and like not so numerous. Um, so I like started one because I actually also really enjoy writing. So um, at that time, it was called The Stuffed Rabbit and it was very like Beatrix Pottery. My sister drew my logo, like just an outlet for me to be able to write and post recipes if I wanted to and stuff. So, um, yeah, so I'd had that going. And then uh, I guess in about 2017 or 18, I was just catching up with a friend from high school who uh, had ordered a cake for his mom and we met at the VMFA and um, he had gone to the brand center at VCU and is just a brilliant like marketing mind. And what was supposed to be like a coffee and handoff cake date was like three hours of (laughs) rebranding. So um, in that, like that afternoon, we like changed everything. Um, He came up with Fat Rabbit. He created my logo. Um, We just started to like create something that would be new and fresh for what I wanted to continue to do, but feel less like college bloggy, you know? Sure. So um, yeah, I don't know. It just, it was one of those, he threw it. It was the first idea he threw out. And I was like, that's it. That's, That's it. That's it. It's like perfect. You know, it's a cake. It's, he's a fat rabbit. Like it's just perfect. So, um, at the time I didn't have my rabbit yet. So since then he's become the mascot. Does he have a name, the rabbit? Lyle. Lyle. Yeah. Yeah. We still have Lyle. Lyle's still kicking. 
Where's Lyle? Yeah. Where does where do we keep Lyle? Lyle lives in my apartment with me. He's a free range little bun. Um, I love. I like him better free range. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. He uh, he just gets to romp around the house and chew what he wants. So you know. Did you know that rabbits will use litter boxes? Yes. I had do. no idea. Tell me more. <laughs> I, I, I've had two rabbits. I yeah. love them. They also get along names? with cats. Phoebe and Lucifer. That's oh, awesome. Like a dark turn. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's what their names were. Yes. <laughs> what, was the, what was the inspiration for their names? I don't Friends know. Friends and the devil? Uh, probably. <laughs> I don't know. I, that was their name. And, and they really liked the cat. And they hung out. Everybody that was good. But they're not awesome. about my rabbit. This is about her no, rabbit. That's so cute. I like don't have any other animals. And I always envision, what would it be like if we had like a dog or a cat? Anything for him to socialize with. They totally will socialize. Oh, they totally will. Yeah. He's not afraid of dogs at all. Like I've had friends, family bring their dogs up to my apartment. And you just like... He'll fight him for a minute, and then he just like walks away. He's fine. He's um he's pretty sassy. He's not what you would think or want a rabbit to be. Doesn't snuggle. Doesn't get up on the couch with you. Like he just he's very independent. He does his own thing. But it's kind of nice. You know, we have a good working relationship. So <laughs> think you'll get another one. I don't think so. I hear you should stay away from lady rabbits. That's if you what have I a hear man too. Rabbit. Yes, I hear them. The males the cake are porn. <laughs> yeah, it's totally different type of porn. That's a rabbit porn. You're listening to Eat It Virginia with Scott Wise, Roby Martin, and Ellen Hopper of Fat Rabbit Cakes. <laughs> So did she live up to all the hype in your mind? I want to know if you want cake. I always want cake. No, I want to know if you want this specific cake. Of course I do. I feel like we described it well enough that it's probably something you're going to get this week. I wanted to ask her more about the flavors and like the specific. Do you do you know the specific types of cake that she is it just does it what change all the time? Of cake is your favorite cake. I mean, I'm a, I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for chocolate and f- I'm a sucker for fresh fruit. You're there. Okay. I can get both of those? Yep, you can do both of those. So you so they, you don't even have to worry about their flavors. They have one for you. So, Scott, Bon Appetit came out with an article that I feel like I need to talk to you about. Bon Appetit? Yes. Okay. They say that now, after doing very, very scientific stuff, whatever that's called, that the correct number of drinks is one and a half. For? Alcoholic drinks. In that's relation the, to like anything. a day? Like period. That's the correct number you should have when you go out. One and a half. One and a half. How do you feel about that? Can you order a half drink somewhere? That's my question. Is I want to know if you would order a half drink. No. Why not? Sometimes I just want a half beer. In in Ireland, when we were there, you can order... I would never even think about that. You can order a half Guinness, a half pint. Okay. So why can't you have a half drink? I would never even consider that. Well, I think it's a moneymaker for bars. I Why mean, is you that? could charge uh, two thirds if people want of for the half price. a drink. Two thirds for half a drink. You could charge two thirds of the price of the drink. Sure, you still have to do the effort. I don't right. understand why you wouldn't. And that you could have a half drink. All right, next time we go out for dinner, I'm gonna I'm gonna limit you to one and a half drinks. Yeah, that'll never happen. This episode of Eat It Virginia. <laughs> Eat It Virginia. <laughs> really. This episode of Eat It for <laughs> No! Oh, God, no.